Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. This is a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like tantric sex, but we go on and on and on and on, Miranda, and on and on. Stop now, Miranda, I need to eat. And on and on. Hi, Phoebe Lynch. Hi, Miranda Kane. And what the fudge are we talking about today? Oh, we've got, well, <laughs> we, let me reach in to my mail bag oh, from yeah. the Good Sex Bad Sex mail, that well-known, it's like that thing out of Why Don't You? Oh, we're going to reach in and pull out this letter from Lorraine, who emailed us in to tell us all about how she was a sexual healing practitioner. How many how many emails are you are you r- rustling through? <laughs> oh, absolutely one. Just <laughs> I can't believe it. We got an email and we were so thrilled. But it's not just we got an email and we thought get get you know the email on. We got an email and we were like, get this woman on. This story's <laughs> extraordinary. So I'd buckle up. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, sexual energy practitioner and our only email e. Crooks. Oh my God, Lorraine, you made We've had that email address for like two years since we started. And when we got the message, we were like, is this real? Has someone actually, I didn't even know if the email address worked. Oh, well, there you go. All good. All good. <laughs> so, Lorraine, why did you email us? Um, because I've been listening to your podcast and I think it's amazing. And I was like, I want to be on it. I want to be part of that and some of the stuff you um, share is really interesting and I've learned loads of stuff from it as well having lots of giggles. (laughs) (laughs) From listening to the podcast and I guess you've been a fan from day one, um, who do you prefer, me or Miranda? (laughs) Oh no. Oh pressure. Don't bring her into this. Pressure. Straight away. We all know it's me. I know, we all know it's I me, know. Lorraine. But you know, it, you don't it, have to. It's, it's very much two halves don't make quite make a whole, though, isn't it? Really, it's just kind of you just have to rock with it. And see what I don't know where to go with that, Lorraine. But yes, <laughs> whatever. So Lorraine, let's talk about. It. So Lorraine sent us this amazing email. We were like, "What the hell? This woman's had a life." So you mm. have had quite the journey. Mm. So from teacher and swinger to sexual and energy practitioner i have i have worked in education for over 20 years and for more than 10 of those years i was a middle leader in a secondary school but alongside that very um focused career very cardigan little satchel kind of your very stereotypical um <laughs> secondary school teacher uh, teaching a level and gcse of course i also had this secret bubble of swinging kink and bdsm so there was a oh. real yeah there was a real yin and yang of my life i'd say ups and downs in many ways but but definitely definitely yin and yang and at times I just struggled between the two of kind of like I should be this lovely role model and I should really be something different in my personal life, but I wasn't. Um, and it was very much part of me. It was very much a lifestyle choice. I was meeting all sorts of amazing people, trying lots of different mm. things, pushing my boundaries constantly over the years and kind of talking about a 25-year kind of mix of the two. And in the end, I decided that I needed to make a decision because the fear, the guilt and the judgment were actually getting so much. They were making 
such a big in, impact on my mental health that I had alopecia. Mm. <gasps> really? Oh yeah. I decided to give up teaching and um, wow. pursue something different. And Tantra wasn't actually my, I didn't start with Tantra. I started, um, I set up a little training company and taught first aid and some very nice fluffy courses and I went off and did some mindfulness training more for my own health than for anything else and learned massage and then I got curious about my own sexuality and wanted to explore a bit more and felt that maybe I'd journeyed in a very difficult way through my sexuality because within swinging it's very uh, it's not very connecting it can be just very disconnecting and disempowering and certainly was the way I managed it and I was like I want to claim some of this back I want to really feel into who I am as a person. And um, I went on a tantra journey at the same time as also discovering something called the energy alignment method. And the two together brought me to where I am now. I have a really quick question, um, Mm -hmm. but I think it's one that a lot of listeners will be wondering, which is what did you dread more? Seeing one of the parents at a swingers club? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll tell you I'll, yes, I have. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so I um I worked with a, a male client who was having um a lot of problems and um was very disconnected from his body and we did did some work and then he had also been a parent at the school and didn't realise until after. But worse oh. than that, I did meet someone on the swinging scene who I had a very lovely interaction with on yeah. more than one occasion. And um on one parents' evening he walked across the the hall towards me <gasps> um with with the wife. Yeah. <laughs> and sat down in front of me and I just shook his hand and said Hello, Mr. Brown. Obviously not his name. Um, yeah. Hello, Mr. Brown. Um, how are you? Lovely to meet you. Your daughter's doing ever so well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so both in both bubbles, in in swinging and since I've been working in Tantra, oh, um, wow. I've kind of met met different um, different people yeah. in different walks of life, yeah. You know, I'm shocked at the level of guilt you felt that made yeah. you stop a career. You know, you weren't doing anything legal or even yeah. unethical. no. No, I, I know now that it was my own stuff, and actually, when now I've come out as such, that actually no one else really cares, um, and <laughs> it was quite a journey. Just, I think it was just the upbringing that sex wasn't something you talked about. It wasn't necessarily um, not that my parents did anything wrong. It just wasn't something we talked about. It wasn't. It wasn't part yeah. of my upbringing, and and I kind of went off on this self discovery. But I had a real guilt thing about should I be doing this? And I think the swinging scene's a bit of a bubble, and it's a bit of a a secret bubble it's not something you know it's a very kind of close network and it's not something I felt was appropriate for a teacher but that was completely my my own stuff it was my own guilt and my own fear of what happens if I get caught I was predominantly teaching like 14 to 16 year olds I was teaching a level you know what would they say in the staff room although I did throw in a couple of (laughs) I remember going in the staff room once and they said what did you do at the weekend and I said I met three squaddies and had a whale of a time at a party and they just laughed and carried on talking about (laughs) their ironing and their shopping and just random stuff and just completely dismissed what I'd said and I was like if only you knew if only you knew how true it was yeah. see me and Miri was now thinking of teachers I'm thinking which of my teachers which of my yeah. teachers was a swinger there's all sorts of people in swinging I've met my dentist I've met um barristers <laughs> I've met you know everyone from every walk of life yeah it's a great bubble it's one of those things where like it's 
because the, the the fear and the guilt and the shame and everything you feel when you're leading quite a high sexual, highly sexual sort of other life. And it's so ridiculous because you've got all these other people that are doing it as well. Like you said, like mm. you can get barristers, police officers, da, 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 da. And they're all, everyone's taking part in it. Do you ever feel that you felt more shame um, and you would be more judged because you were a woman? Yeah, I mean, the swinging scene for a woman's quite a... Uh, an interesting space, really, because for men, there's a lot of single guys on on the swinging scene, which, to be honest, if you're single, you're not a swinger. You're just someone that can't keep your knickers on, really. If you're a couple, yeah. you know, <laughs> swinging's really for couples. It's kind of like, as a single, it's just a club we kind of hijack. Yeah. But, um, for, for singles, um, there's hardly any single women on it, which has its benefits, but also has its drawbacks. It's quite difficult sometimes to navigate because I think women just feel that there's, there is a shame attached to having that type of connection with people where it's you know it, it might be just a one-off or it might be someone you only see now and again and it's not necessarily someone that you're really intimate with on a long-term basis so I think it has its own it's that kind of ego styled look at me or I'm you know I'm going to the swinging club tonight and for women yeah. to even just get in the car and go on their own can be quite difficult. Can I tell you about what uh, what happened to me when I got into my car to try and go to a swingers club? Oh, did you have your knickers? Did you have your knickers <laughs> on to start with? <laughs> was that Miranda? Was it a I car? Did. Were you driving a bus? Give us give us the whole story. Don't... Uh, I got into my car, managed to crash into a managed to crash managed to crash my car into like a massive pothole, but I didn't realise the pothole was there, so it spun my car around. And when the guy who had to come and pick me up. Uh, said, oh, my God, how did you call this? How did you cause this? Just went, enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, What were you wearing? Oh, yeah. No, fortunately, I had everything on underneath a a, a long dress. I was, you know, I wasn't wasn't going unprepared, but I also wasn't... Prepared, you know. So was you off to a swinging? Was was you off to a swinging party? Is that where you were going? Yes. Yes, oh. and I never made it. So that I thought oh, was no. God's little way of saying, just you know, <laughs> you're gonna have That's to. That's God's way of saying love. sex is disgusting, and yeah. never ever do it. And I don't know how many times I've had to tell you. If it takes God to make you listen, then so be it. Lorraine, uh, I don't know if you know this, but BB's a Catholic, so that's where <laughs> that comes from. Oh, so like, oh, rigid yeah. Catholic. I'm the I'm the I'm, yeah. the I'm the double whammy. So sex is disgusting. Disgust. <laughs> you always say that I don't even know how you got this job uh, I slept with the wrong people <laughs> <laughs> um, You weren't going to the right parties, were you? I wasn't going to the right yeah, parties exactly. No, you went to all the wrong what, parties <laughs> What was um, what was the appeal of that scene? Before we get into kind of what you're doing now on the, on the, Because mm-hmm. I do love that you've crossed over And you've brought your teaching skills Isn't that interesting? I think we always kind of yeah. I don't think anything we ever do in our lives work wise relationship wise totally disagree but work wise is ever wasted i think we always kind of use it and it's brilliant yeah. how you've kind of brought the teaching about as well but before we talk about that why what what was it about swinging that that did it for you i think it was just a space where i could find out more about myself i think i was struggling with my sexuality so i would say i'm a uh, as it stands at the moment i'm a heterosexual bi poly pan naturist swinger hang on um so i've just have just all greedy really. but what star sign just greedy but it was just about exploring it was just about exploring who I was and I kind of I was gonna say fell into the scene that's probably not the best analogy but um it, it kind of was just 
by accident. And I was like, I quite like this. And I got to explore um, intimacy with men and women. I've, I've connected with transgender, both in my work and, and in my lifestyle. And it was just about connecting with people and finding out what I liked. Because early on in my, in my kind of 20s, sex was just hard work and boring and not very interesting and wasn't really doing a lot for me. And I was like, there's got to be more to it than this. I'm either meeting the wrong people or I've not put a switch on that I don't know I've got. But it's quite addictive. The people are lovely. The scene's lovely. You know, everyone that you meet, you learn something new with. And then I kind of, um, I progressed into BDSM and kink um, because I was then curious about lots of other lots of other parts of how I existed and connected with myself and just wanted to and even the BDS and, and kink is like that for me I remember going and when I went on my mindfulness course I remember discussing with the lady about mindfulness and she was saying about you know moment to moment non-judgmental awareness and connecting to your whole body and your heart and I was like oh, I've been doing that for years every time someone spanked my ass and it was like <laughs> I was I was in the moment I was present it was non-judgmental I couldn't have been anywhere else I had to be there in yeah. my mind and in my body so I'd been doing it for years and I'd been calling it you know kink and BDSM and actually it was mindfulness oh. <laughs> you tell and, yourself that love oh yeah <laughs> it, it works now with the new with the new business it's great <laughs> do you think everyone's got that switch do you think that Miranda that everyone because I'm very 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 vanilla aren't I bullshit what <laughs> <laughs> a load of crap I've never seen you wet your knicker so much as when you were getting your hair pulled oh I you love just, him you keep telling yourself you've got this you haven't got the switch but you do I think everyone does but I just think it's some people have it buried a lot further back do you know what I mean like for some people the switch is right there right by their bedside and they can flick it on and off whenever they want to other people are just stumbling in the dark a bit longer before they find it I think it's important to find ways to express yourself and if kink and, and BDSM and and tantra and swinging and all of those things are part of that I think it's I think it's important to to try new things and and not to live in a, in a, in a, in a we have such a culture where these things are so taboo you know they think swinging still is like you put your keys in the bowl and you know mm. it's all kind of that wife swappy thing and it's nothing it's really not like that and certainly the club scene's not like that at all um, you know, they're not all middle-aged fat people that don't get anything at home. You know, there's a whole plethora of reasons why people go into the scene. And I think it depends on what people are looking for. I think we all have the switch. I think sometimes we're just scared to turn it on in case we can't turn it off again. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, you own and run Shelkey. So do you yes. use that within uh, within your work? To explain what, what Shelkey is, first of all. Sorry. So Shelkey um, is a business I've set up where I work with people with energy work and tantric massage to help them to connect back to their body um, on an energetic, energetic and a physical level. So I've worked with people that have had problems with menopause and after childbirth. I work with couples I've worked with women that have been abused and men that have been abused, people that have lost limbs, transgender, making their transition and trying to navigate their way from one physical to another physical body. There's absolutely so many, so many different people I've worked with and all, but all of them have somehow disconnected from their body through broken relationships and, and lots of different things. So I use, I use the mindfulness, I use tantra, I use meditation I use energy work with some of the clients and and I do use some of the kink stuff because actually putting a blindfold on or having your hands softly tied 
allows you to really surrender into a tantric massage. Okay. And actually, although we might say, you know, it kind of borders on kink and a bit of Fifty Shades of Grey, but it actually really it gets you out of your head because there is nowhere else you can be. Often in intimacy, we're so busy worrying about what we should be doing to the other person or what we're going to have for tea or did we put the cat out or whatever it might be. We're not always <laughs> present. And yeah. actually in a tantric massage, because you're surrendering and there's no, you don't, there's, you're completely receiving in, in, within boundaries, within consent, within communication, you know, it's a whole space of time where you can just reconnect with your body um, without any other agenda. There's no, there's God, no destination. Sounds, it's just a journey. This sounds, um, well, the destination should be Cock Fosters because that would be funny. But you, um, <laughs> So what you've just described is sensory surrender. Because when I read that, I was like, that sounds terrifying. But the way you just said it, I've got to say, I had a little twingle. And twingle's not even a word. No. (laughs) I've just made up a word. We added to the website. (laughs) Twingle. I just said twingle. Um, That's so extraordinary. I love it. So even just, so for an example, um, if someone puts a feather on my skin, they're likely to end up with a black eye. Because that's my pain. That is my pain. Oh, really? Yeah. If someone oh. put a nine, you know, a flogger to my bottom, I'm likely to never let yeah. them go. Um, because that, so it's how we experience <laughs> the sensory world and how we experience different things. So for me, my pleasure is often someone else's pain and my pain is often someone else's pleasure. So it's about, and how do we know that unless we try these things out? How do we know that unless we have a safe space to connect to our body and try new things? And sometimes I have people come to me that want to try things that they don't necessarily want to try with a couple or with their partner Mm. because they don't, they don't know how to start that conversation or they don't want to upset them by saying, actually, I'd quite like to try being blindfolded or being tied up or something different. And they don't, they don't know how to navigate their way through those conversations and again in our culture we don't often have those conversations we kind of just put up with what we get and don't often say actually could you move your finger a bit right or could you would you mind could we try this or could we experiment with a you know a whatever the consent thing's interesting you said earlier that you got you know you kind of work within people's boundaries but if people are starting out they don't know what their boundaries are and I know they're safe oh Miranda Lorraine could you please ask Miranda what her safe word is (laughs) What's your safe word? BB Lynch. That's not right, is it, Lorraine? No. <laughs> That's not right. So I guess to, to find it, what people like you have, the safe word is put there so then you can just kind of see, you know, explore and, and find out people's boundaries. What? But this sounds much more more than just about sex. So Tantra, um, the Tantra massage is, is, is a massage. It's not about, um, it's not about, um, penetrative sex or, or intercourse or anything like that. It is, it is literally about allowing someone to feel into their body through touch and yeah. allowing them to experience sensations and and connection and even sometimes it's the bit in between the touch. So if I'm massaging someone and I stop, sometimes that's that's when they can feel the movement in their body. But again, that's not, not often something we connect to in, in our everyday yeah. life. But I mean, it's almost like the benefits aren't even just about sex. This no, no, doesn't, no, yeah. No. What what does it cover in your terms? So I would say I would say uh, the key parts is almost um, that it is about finding 
how to communicate your needs, how to find your boundaries and how to consent to that and how to say yes and no. And and this this bit's really important for me. And I guess this is where the teaching thing comes in because that is not what kids are taught in school. Kids are taught is school education around sex is fear-based. It's all around STIs, contraception. If you put A with B, you can make a C. And, you know, it's mm. it's very fear-based biological fact stuff. It's not about how do we explore our body? How do we consent? How do we say, actually, that doesn't feel right for me? Maybe we could try this. That actually it doesn't necessarily have to be a yes or a no. There is a maybe and then a discussion that can be had. And none of that stuff is explained to kids. And actually, communication, consent and boundaries are actually a life skill in every aspect of mm. our life. And we don't yeah. have them, so therefore we can't put them into the bedroom. A lot of it is missing in intimacy. We don't always know our boundaries. We don't always feel we can say no. And I know I didn't mm. in the swinging scene to start with. I, I didn't I didn't think I could say no or actually that doesn't feel quite right. Maybe we could do this instead. And that there was a there was another area that I could explore without having to always just accept what was being offered, even if it didn't feel right. What are the courses that you offer? So what do they, what, like, in practicality, do they do they look like? Like, if I, so I sign up for one, and and what were they before COVID, and, and what are they like now? So a lot of my work before COVID was, um, was working with people on a one-to-one or as couples. Um, yeah. I have, I have been doing some courses over our, our lockdown, um, I've done some online ones. So I've done a, um, a sanctuary of the soul, which was really about understanding who we are, understanding how we can use breath work and self-awareness. Um, and I've also, I actually had some weekends planned before COVID, um, which were couples retreats. That was a two weekend. So a, a weekend for the male and a weekend for the female, just helping teach some tantric massage and, and how to how to have those communication boundaries and consent. Um, things in place so I've got some other courses I've written that I'm going to be doing um, as an e-learning because some people find it difficult to do things on on zoom in a group where you're talking about quite personal things so I have run I've run three or four now and I'm looking at putting those on an e-learning platform so that people can just kind of explore it in their own time and a lot of that so I've I've done one I've done one um, that's Sanctuary of the Soul. I've got another one coming that is the sensory surrender. So how we can connect with our senses to be more aware of our body and our energy and the orgasmic essence, which as is as it says on the tin. <laughs> See, that sounds that sounds something that I would sign up for. Anything that involves an <laughs> orgasm, I'm there. That's up your strass, isn't it? So you, it. you say yeah. <laughs> in your um, in your email, your one known email, and of course we have printed it out, and laminated it, and we've got them in our. <laughs> in our bedrooms thank you so much um you said that your mission uh, your mission rather is to bring sex out of the shadows and resisting the obvious cliff richard joke do you think you're succeeding do you is there, you know are are you doing what you set out to do do we still have a long way to go i had my own journey of visibility so when i first started out even for my family to get their head around that you know i was a teacher one minute and then doing tantra and talking about sex and radio interviews and podcasts and all sorts of things so it's been it's taken me a while because that fear and guilt and shame was so embedded that I was doing the work a long time before I had my website and my courses and stalking podcasts and and it was (laughs) it's taken me a while to really connect with it and I, I would say I've got a long way to go in my journey and I just hope that I can change I know certainly the people I've worked with on the courses and certainly the people I've worked one-to-one I know the work I've done has changed lives my testimonials prove that 
Um, I've worked with some amazing women, but even with the testimonials, people don't want to do a testimonial. Don't want to do a testimonial for a tantric massage because <laughs> there's this taboo around the fact of what it is, and no one really yeah. understands it. So no one. I've got some two beautiful ladies that have done me two video ones, but a lot of um, men find that quite uncomfortable. So they, you know, they might write me testimonials, but they, there is still this taboo and. You know, I do want to get the message out there. That's one of the reasons I, you know, I contacted you. It's about me being visible, but also about breaking some of these myths and taboos that sex is a bad thing and intimacy is a bad thing and connection and touch is a bad thing when it's not. It's absolutely fundamental to who we are. But aren't some of the taboos what make it sexy? I guess so, but I think we're missing a lot by having all of those taboos. You know, there, mm. there can still be some, some light and light and dark and some shade in it it's not about I'm not going to put it all out there but I think it's still such a topic that people don't want to talk about and find it uncomfortable um you know I've had people approach me to do various things and then when I say well this is my message and they go oh maybe not maybe not maybe Mm. we can't really you know put that on a radio show or put that on the tv or whatever it might be people still find it a little bit uncomfortable and I one of the things I've learned is actually although I don't feel like I know a lot I know so much more than so many other people and that really shocks me that actually some of the clients that come to me really struggle with intimacy and connection and even struggle on how to receive they can't just receive a massage they're not used to that it's it's the head doesn't allow them to do that they want to kind of be touching and, and trying to connect with you and it's just like this is about you just receive especially the masculine energy, because that's not always the the frame they're in. Um, And a lot of their misconceptions around intimacy are based on porn or stuff they were told at school or so therefore to surrender to the touch of another human being without needing to give anything back sometimes can feel quite uncomfortable for them. Miranda needs to learn that in this podcast. Miranda, you Mm. need to receive from me. Just surrender. No, I'm all right. I'm all right. I don't know what Are you I'm all right? Saying. No, you yeah, just surrender. I insist you surrender. <laughs> BB Lynch. BB Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe word three times. Then I'll appear at your mirror. You can't say your safe word to me. That's really awful. Lorraine, this is so interesting. I, honestly, it's such a, what a, I mean, I hate it. When people, I hate lots of things. Two of the things I hate right now are when people go, it's very important work and what a journey. But, you know, both of them apply. This is, you know, this is brilliant so to find out more about Lorraine and her work visit shelky.com and that's s-h-e-l-k-i.com Lorraine thank you so much for getting in touch that was so interesting thank you thank you ladies thank you for letting me share I loved how Lorraine has brought the uh the, you know the teaching yeah teaching that she did to to what she's doing now and and that she was saying how important it all is and I kind of I like this idea I like this idea that you think I'm way more adventurous than I am that's what's <laughs> that's weirdly getting me off <laughs> <laughs> so I have been BB Lynch I've been Miranda Kay. Produced by Juliet Nichols for Metro.co.uk. And you can get in touch with us. You can do what Lorraine did. If you want to just send in an email and tell us about yourself, if you've got anything you want to talk about, send in your email to our bag that is absolutely chock empty with emails <laughs> uh, at info at sexpod.co.uk. 
and we're on Twitter at Good Sex Bad Sex with three X's, and I think we're on Insta at just Good Sex Bad Sex. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miranda, I so hope oh. I see you next week. <laughs> oh, don't we all? <laughs> we will see you next week. God bless. <laughs>